0: Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast.
1: I took a deep breath, looked for a final time at those comforting tyres, pushed off, And to my amazement, actually went somewhere. I was awkward. I was ungainly. I hadn't gone more than three or four feet. But by God, I felt the balance. And that was enough. I did it. Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's, more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it, so when you listen to it you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life and 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe the number is 94198377 you In Turin, learning to ride at age 46. And you're listening to the Arabug radio show here on Radical Radio 3CR. You're either listening in the kitchen, listening in the transistor in the kitchen, podcasting it or streaming it. Many thanks to Amy Goodman and Democracy Now, all the news that's out of the states. And welcome to another episode of the Yarra Box show, a show about bicycles, riding them, fixing them, talking about them, loving them. We've got a good show coming up today. We've got to focus really on one part of cycling that maybe sometimes we roll over a little bit too easy. And that's about how cycling and disability go together and how do we fix the problems that we've got. We're going to be joined on the show by alice and faith good morning faith
0: good morning val
1: good morning alice nice to have you all along good, for the ride
2: good morning thank you thank you for having me
1: it's a pleasure oh what a day what a week what a year what a month <laughs> it just keeps going on <laughs> But look, it's, uh, there's always something new to talk about in the cycling world. But first, why don't we get up close and personal and talk about our own little bicycle moments in this world. Faith, you got something to share with us?
0: Oh, look, the, the bicycle moments are getting <laughs> thin on the ground, Val. <laughs> <I'm right. laughs> I think um, the the moment I'm having at the moment is because my son's not he's sort of gotten back into riding for its own sake, not just as transport and he's building, he's built a fixie. And and then he's had to, he started seeing things he'd like to, you know, a new set of wheels or I want to change the grips. And, and if I change the grips, then I have to change everything else that color coordinates with the grips. And so I've been able to enjoy a bit of online shopping for things that, you know, you see something and you think, "Oh, that's nice," but I don't need it. But suddenly, there's someone who's who does. <laughs> so, so that's that's about the extent of my uh, bike moments.
1: The, I've got to say it, it is um, hard to sort of come uh, come up with one, but an interesting one uh, the other day, Alice. Um. um it was interesting how quickly it came up. I turn I really don't live far away from my shopping, so I can turn it into a three k ride if I uh, go around the park and through a couple of back streets. And in the space of um, ten minutes, I came across about four different, you know, four different, completely different styles and new styles of riding bicycles. One of them was a battery powered road bike, which is you know, like a serious road bike. The other one that was, um, i a friend who always used to ride an incumbent. So hand cycle, essentially, um, but electrified and round the corner and then uh, a little girl with her knees hitting her chin every time she turned the pedals. So it was quite funny from two electrified things um, to one that was just still... Uh, Still powering a lot. It was quite funny. Just in the space of 10 minutes to see it. And to see how much uh, actually those electric assists and uh, give people so much more, you know, room and mobility. It was really quite nice.
2: Um, Yeah, I'm thinking, um, yeah, should I maybe get (laughs) electric assists on mine? (laughs) But then um, I... I would go a lot further than but I probably would become lazy and never pedal. So I'm trying to hold out but I do see electric recumbents around and it's great to see people out and about because they are freedom. I um, my bike I named it that bike um, I named it the freedom because they are freedom. I ride 10 k without thinking about it. I can't walk 10 k's, but I can ride. So, yeah, that gets me out and about to, yeah, to do what I, I can. And for me, it's pure recreation. Um... Yeah, I just love, um, yeah, three going down hills, but the hard work of um, pedaling up hills. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well put. <laughs> I hope you starve off that electricity for as long as you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
2: the aim of the game. Everyone like, oh, you and... Should- yeah, and that's
1: online. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. And look, we're gonna be back, gonna be talking to Alice. Listen, we'll catch up after this break from about second chance cycles.
0: And you're back listening to the Yarrabug radio show with Val and Faith. And our guest in the studio today is Alice Varal, a uh, Brunswick cyclist who's joining us to talk about something um, we don't seem to be talking about much in Australia but accessibility and inclusion in cycling and uh, mobility. Welcome to the show, Alice.
2: Thank you, you, Um, and thank you for having me today. Um, It's an honour to, we don't talk about cycling and mobility and disability and education, like, one of the biggest gripes that I get, have about cycling, because I ride a but bike, so quite different to normal bikes and stuff like that. And kids don't really know what it is. Whenever I'm riding, I get kids going, what that? What that? <laughs> so I think if we can educate younger kids about different bikes that are out there, then people won't won't think oh they're just old people bikes or oh that a weird person they might think oh this is a genuine form of
0: mobility
2: and exercising. Yeah. And
0: we've just um, had the the Paralympics and I guess that raises the visibility of, you know, a a sports cyclist using different types of bicycles. Yeah. But I was wondering, when you see or hear people talking about transport, and uh mobility within cities how often do we see cyclists on different types of bikes with advocacy and about getting around and using a bike to get from a to b
2: yeah um yeah that hard on on make up they have lane takes up and think Oh you're disabled, you should automatically be in have Olympics. Oh yeah, you're riding and bike, do that. So but they don't say their Olympics equivalent. Like yeah. so that's a great, a personal gripe <laughs> to me because yeah, I'm I don't use it as an elite. Sport activity I use it as bit of exercise and transport because as I said before I can't walk chin cage hey, all I can but then I'm sure for a week. <laughs> um <laughs> but I can ride up with no problem. So I can go a lot further on the bike so it is transport for me but unfortunately it's hard like for road drugs every to ride on. Um yeah. so yeah like um yeah like um my I've spent two years living on Albion Street and um but Albion Nick at corner um is yeah, you, you kind of take your life in your hands and time only turn around that corner. But um yeah, so I try not to use it as transport truck because um the for, for cycling. I mean the truck isn't there kind yeah. of thing. But I think um, in five or ten years, I might really at the think about that as a physical option for me and to get more places. Um, but right now, it's just a bit of fun and to exercise and to keep the strength in my legs and things um, because we've of a combat trike, everything in legs. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, so or, you can't, or car wheels. Yeah.
2: yeah, you can't stand up and pedal, but lean forward and pedal. You do harder and puts your gear down lower. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but,
2: yeah.
1: Alice, if we take the idea, remember when... Uh, say, the super stop, tram stops who are brought yeah. in. Because, yeah. you know, public transport means public transport for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And we can obviously see that it doesn't transport into the bicycle world where actually I can imagine parking your Cumberland would be hard some places. Yeah. Or <laughs> I can imagine that um, there are plenty of bike trails in Melbourne that have steps. There are all these... Barriers that we've got built into the system that make it hard.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, and even 90 degree corners on the bike track, What of huh? people, <laughs> um, they, they are my biggest thing, and I've actually at the wing of the Council and kind of say, Hang on, I can't turn 90 degrees. I got a big third wheel out my way. So, yeah, councils and some like councils are quite good and kind of move the pole and stuff so I can get over the bridge by myself. But I do not have. To be a person winging up and saying, "I feel like we can't mm-hmm. accept the bikeway because, like, it's yeah. not acceptable," like it's <laughs> silly. You
0: know, um, and there's some and paths yes. where, um, there's there's different paths that are recognized, I think, generally by riders as not being ideal. Um but uh it's a whole other level for someone on like in your case the recumbent you mentioned to me some sections of the Mooney Ponds Creek Trail and I know some of those <laughs> sections are quite disconcerting to anyone but yeah. to uh on on your bicycle I think you know they're particularly uh, unnerving yeah
2: like have like on the Mooney Pond Trail, there are so many blind corners. Mm. You can't, and you have to, uh, even I have to overtake walkers and stuff. They go, yay, I'm faster than the walker. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, but kind of hard, like, and especially because they go under the freeway. Um, and then the hills. So uh, I just hope, um, yeah, I don't need to stop, um, to stop before I pedal up the hill because then I lose all my momentum. Yep. And, yeah, that's hard to, hard, yeah, that trail, um yeah, I will be back on the Mary from next week, but I won't miss the Mooney Pond Trail at all. It's not designed for numbers.
1: <laughs> and it's interesting. You think of all those, uh, you know, those little chicanes they put at the entrances to some parks. They're actually, when you think about it, they're actually, I mean, they're hard to get through on a bicycle sometimes. They're impossible for you. And they're quite common in a lot of places.
2: Exactly. And the other thing they haven't thought about, there's actually a set of rumble threats over a Um, And for me, when I pedal over it, it's, Vibrate and central. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's <cry>, oh. <laughs> right. So I will not miss my mini ponds at Trail because, yeah, but they've designed it because a freeway. I get that. And they needed. They do it, but if they ever redo do it, they need to think. There's
0: yeah.
2: a lot of people we plan planned along that section and bikes like they're yeah. all kinds of different bikes. Um, yeah, not just two-wheel bikes, then cargo bikes, recumbent yeah. bikes. And I'd seen him hand cycle. Like, oh. He that like, he actually beat me up. The hill. <laughs> um, <laughs> he flew past me, damn him. <laughs> He's probably one um, of the Paralympians. Yeah, probably, probably. Mm. Yup, he he flew up that hill. I could not believe it. I was like, oh, trying to. Chasing down, and there was no way I could catch him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting in front of you. I'm a part. I'm a trial any time soon. I'm also telling you
2: that. Now. <laughs> uh, right, there's, there's no way I can compete with like um most people. My favorite bit of competition—they're trying to part violence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they barked me up here and I barked yep. them down here, quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, keep me entertained on my ride.
0: <laughs> and yeah. guess, um, one thing I was reading about an organization in the UK called Wheels for Being who have been um, advocating for more accessible and inclusive cycling infrastructure and programs since 2007. Do you, do you know of anyone doing that here in Australia, Alice? Um, not really. I think there
2: are, like, disability organisations and yeah. But I think they focus on all kinds of like um, sports, like wheelchair soccer, wheelchair. Um, like every felt so bikes are just one, one, one part three. of that. Yeah. I yeah. think in Australia, unfortunately, disability kind of hidden or put too a or too hard. So, but hopefully more people can get out there because cycling is like one of my favorite things um yeah um yeah I hope I just yeah want more more disabled people to know hey they are adapted bikes that they can adapt for, for people like my... Yeah. My, yeah. So, like my is adapted to me, yeah. like made yeah. for me.
1: We and should make it, it a... We should have a part of the National the Disability Plan as a cycling unit. Yeah, as exactly. It's part of the so rolled out NDIS plan, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. Because it was was only kind of this year I kind of figured, oh, I could use a bit of my NDIS to pay for expensive disability-related things for my bike. Because no-one tells me what I can and can't do, so I make it up as I go
0: along. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and maybe um because i, I think that a bicycle can be a great mobility option like a, a yeah. lot of people aren't allowed to drive or they might have trouble walking longer distances but they yeah. can use a bike and carry things on a bike that way? Exactly. if um we have the infrastructure to support it way that
2: way? And I went, I've travelled Australia went with up with my bike and stuff, and I found Hobart was quite, I, I met a few people who couldn't, couldn't walk or very limited walking and they used their recumbents for exactly that because I've got got, like obviously less busy than Melbourne but they do have cycle trails like big wide cycle trails and yeah, they can um, go from one one back street to a supermarket to another back street and onto a cycle path. The, the cycle fars are um straight straight past supermarkets basically. <laughs> um but yeah, Melbourne is yeah, um yeah, like I live in Brunswick and then like it's fine to go north south. We got a memory and upfield. But they're not sent from east. To West. No. Like no. that's there's yeah. a great, great wide cycle like, bus halfway up Albion Street, but after you get from Sydney Road to the Western there's nothing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Nothing.
1: No. 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 We've had that problem since we first built the railway line set and we're still doing exactly the yep. same thing. We yep. have not changed that ever. <laughs> and it doesn't look like changing any time soon. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Val often asks people what their earliest cycling memory is. Yeah. Do you uh, remember the first time you rode a bike?
2: Um. Well, well, I did ride with Dad, like training wheels and stuff. But um, the first proper time was at disability school. They put me on the bike for exercise and a teacher just said to me, your face just lit up. I knew you would love this. And then they put me on the recumbent and that week and fell in love with it more. And then I... I that and to get foot cycles and you yeah, fell in love with with it and yeah, away I go. Um
1: yeah. Ellis, yeah. I've I've got to ask, what colours have we come with? Bro. There we go. Thank Everything is in
2: matching, 20. of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Well, we know where we're going, but we don't know where we've been, and we know